Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Oh My Pod. It is 2019, new year, new podcast. Not really. It's still the same host, Chelsea Rife. If this is your first time listening, this show is meant to dive into things or topics that we all want to know more about, making you a little more curious and hopefully a little bit more inquisitive every day. So honestly, I love a new year because everyone is on that new year high. Everyone is so positive, ready to reset, rejuvenate, whatever else starts with the re-prefix. But I have to be honest, I am straight up tired. I traveled all during Christmas break. We went to Canada. We had a train to Quebec City after going to Montreal. Then we had to go back there two days later because we flew out of there. Not two days, sorry, five days. That travel day was 16 hours. It was quite a long trip. Came home late at midnight, worked the next day till 10 because I had so much to catch up on. Drove home again after work. It's just been insane. So my new year has honestly been like, I've just been exhausted. So this episode was meant to come out before the break, but it is still so relevant as we all make health resolutions and goals as we talk about uh, food choices. So I've personally been trying to clean up my health, step up my fitness game. I think you guys, anyone that follows me kind of knows this by listening to my podcast and following me on Instagram the last few months. But this year, my goal really is to be more disciplined, and that's in all areas of life. I don't like making super specific goals because I'm the type of person where I'll hit it and then be done with it. For example, if I lose 10 pounds, I'm like, okay, well, now I don't have to eat well and and keep working out, which is the silliest concept ever. Um, But I am that type of person. So I like to just make an overarching umbrella goal that I can follow. So I would say this year would be discipline. So that's with health choices, work, decision-making, this podcast. This is something that I want to be disciplined about, and I think it is a good time to reset. Being honest, though, while I do love the start of a new year, I hate how people measure themselves against a year because it's 365 days, which is just an arbitrary number, and time itself, to me, is kind of a man-made construct that we used for structure and order. So I know some of you are like, whoa, where are we going with this? This is super hippy dippy. I'm just saying that if you're the type of person that is like, oh my God, a year went by, I didn't do that thing I wanted to do or lose those 20 pounds or hit my goal at work or launch this blog or podcast. It's not like the world actually stopped on December 31st, looked at you, filed a report against you, said, oh, here's what you get, a report card, A, B, C, D, and then put it away in some non-existent, non-real thing and said, okay, time to start 2019. If you actually break down what happens in the new year, a day just happened. The night changed. It turned January 1st from December 31st. A day went by and it's a new year. So it's not like, again, the world stopped and judged you and moved on in the new year. You are just measuring yourself against that year. But what if 365 days was a month? Again, everything is just made up. We're just making things up so that we have some structure and order in our lives. So the whole point of this is to say you can make a change on January 1st. You could also make a change in March or July or August. It really doesn't matter. You can decide on any day that you want to make a change. Anyways, with my little sidebar on time, I do think this episode with my personal trainer, Ben, is super helpful as we think about making those healthier choices. I also want to put a disclaimer out there that what Ben says is not the health Bible. It's what has worked for him and his clients. But as you think about it, we all have our own genetics, hormones, body types, diseases, etc. that we need different food choices for. So in no way is this podcast meant to be taken as the holy grail. 
I know people who have done keto who are in the best shape of their lives and never felt better, vegans who have never been happier, pescatarian, and they love how they feel. So as always, please just do you. I don't even think I agree with everything he says, but it's a good perspective to have to open your mind to other ways of eating or trying new things. And in the future, I do want to have people on that follow all the different diets I just mentioned so that you can hear about them and decide really what works for you. Ben does do training in the Orlando, Florida area, but he also offers online programs and he's giving 15% off any training package with code OMYPOD15. That's OMYPOD15. And you have to sign up on his app, which is the OPTC or Optimal Performance Training Center in the app store on iTunes. So with that, get ready to hear about motivating yourself to eat better, what Ben recommends to eat daily, We talk about keto, intermittent fasting, myths around different foods, and so much more. So let's jump in. Okay, Ben, we're back for part two to talk food and lifestyle. This is pretty timely because we just had our company's holiday party and I had puppy chow, (laughs) cookies. They had a ton of vendors delivering gifts that are all chocolate truffles. What what is puppy chow? Puppy chow is like Chex Mix, powdered sugar, peanut butter. Puppy chow. Okay. Um, Yeah. It's like a big mixture. Yeah, it's a mixture of like everything that you shouldn't be eating. Okay. Um, I probably shouldn't tell you this because now I'm going to get my ass kicked tomorrow. Uh But we need to talk about it because right now everyone is in that holiday eating mindset. But then come January 1st, everyone's going to be freaking out, trying to lose weight get back in the motivation that mm-hmm. they lost in December. So we need to go through outside of food lifestyle. Yeah. So I think the best question is how can we get motivated, especially around the holidays to eat healthy? Can I go to my holiday party Friday and still eat whatever I want? How do I get back on track in January? Like let's talk about the motivation to yeah. start eating right. Um, well, before I say anything, this is all my opinion. This is, yes. all things, this is all things that I've done with my clients that have gotten results. Now, some stuff might not work for everyone. So it's to take what you learn from here and try it. I'm not saying this is the only thing you need to do. I'm not saying this is the, the golden ticket. But these are good things that I know has worked for people. So don't take it as me saying, Ben said only eat this. And that's yeah. all I do. Like, this we is have, not the Bible. We, yeah, we have, to, we have to make it a plan and find out what's best for you. So for that question... Losing weight and burning fat is all, it's going to take time. Like people want instant, instant success or instant results within three weeks or two weeks and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. unless you're taking some really good drugs or unless you're just a genetically freak and have good genetics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, holiday parties are meant to have, be, have fun. If you don't want to enjoy it, then don't even go because you're going to ruin your time and you're going to be looked upon by your peers as someone that's like, why, why are you having fun? Why are you having fun? Right. And that's going to cause more stress on you because you're pissed you can't eat the puppy chow and you can't eat and drink what you want. And then it develops more stress. Then you eat the whole bowl instead of just having a few. So going into that, I would enjoy those, but I would, I would limit myself. I would be like, okay, I can eat the whole bowl. I'm just going to have one handful of those. And I'm only have two drinks instead of having six. And that's better than not having any. Okay. You have control over your choices. You don't let the choices control you. So you know, a good thing I used to do and what I learned is that when you walk into like a, for instance, I went to my fiance's Christmas party last night and we're sitting there at uh, STK Steakhouse in Disney Springs and you pull out this uh, dessert platter with cotton candy, donuts, I mean, banana pudding, I mean, everything. It was awesome. And I sat there and I was like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I know what's there and I could have it if I want it. Mm-hmm. Whenever I want it, I will take it. 
and at the, the table, I didn't, I didn't want any of it. I didn't, my, my body wasn't telling me anything, so I didn't need it. I didn't have to feel social to eat it. Right. That's one thing I learned is that I'm a social drinker and eater that I think I have to do it if everyone else is do it mm-hmm. to seem like I'm socially active. Right. When I watch them eat it, I'm still having a good time. Someone right. said, pass this, I passed it. But at any moment in that time, I wanted one, I would have one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say no, 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 no. Then I'm yeah. like, fuck it, I'm having one. Oh, that was yeah. so good. I, I went against myself. I'm breaking the law. I'm yeah. going to have six of them. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's all about it's all about managing your cravings to where like you know you can have it. It's not off limits. Right. But have it when you want to have it, not because you feel like you have to have it because it's in front of you. The biggest mistake is, well, it was in front of me, so I'm going to eat it. No. Mm-hmm. You got to have control over that, and then you'll be dieting will be so much easier. Right. So going into Christmas parties and stuff and company parties, enjoy it, but don't go crazy. Enjoy it. Have like, okay, good. I had a bowl. I had a handful of this. I had two drinks. I had a little bit of ice cream. I'm good now. I've had my social food. Mm-hmm. Now I can have fun. So don't be a hermit and don't have it. Okay. And then getting back into shape, just don't eat those for a while and just really <laughs> focus on the gym and you'll be fine. I think a good tip that I learned from, I think it was another podcast I listened to. She said, if you are trying to eat healthier and diet, don't tell anyone yeah. because that's when people start weighing with all their yeah, opinions. Exactly. Like even yeah. today I was like grabbing the puppy chow and someone's like, Ooh, I'm going to tell your trainer. Cause they heard the podcast and I was like, I know they're joking, but then it did make me feel guilty. And I was like, like I shouldn't have done that. And now I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to show them like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. So then I got a cookie and then I had the M&Ms. And now I'm like, all these people know about this, like how I'm trying to get healthier. When I'm like, if I was just quiet and no one said anything, no one would would have said that. So I'm like, just don't tell anyone you're on your journey. Because certain people don't like your success because they want it. And they see that you're trying to do it, but they don't have the balls, the guts, or the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. And they see you doing it. So they want they want you to realize what they think it's about failure. Right. When it's not about failure, it's about controlling the situation. You can control whatever you want. Yeah. You can control to have six beers or one beer. Like, no one forces you to do it. Exactly. But you got to have great mental clarity and control. And that's what having a good diet is, is where you, you're allowed to have fuck-ups. You're mm-hmm. allowed to do that. But knowing, okay, Friday I had my Christmas party. I had four, four things of ice cream and, a, and six beers. Okay, from now on, I'm not... When, when's my next time I'm going to do this? Oh, in two weeks? Cool. From two weeks from now, I'm not going to do it. Right. And stay on course. And then have a little little bit of fun because... But those two weeks, you got to really stay focused on your diet and your training has to be somewhat intense to get you where you want to get to. But don't ever doubt yourself or talk down about it because you'll never get there. And the funny thing is usually people that have opinions to weigh in on i'm like yeah. unless you're Gigi hadid like i don't want to hear what you have to say everyone has opinions yeah. exactly and so i'm like that's even something i've had to learn to do like people will tell me oh i'm gonna do this diet or try this yeah. and i I'm, I'm about to jump in and be like no you should do this this and this and i'm like you know what do it for yourself see if it works yeah. come back if not let me know like i have yeah. no well, yeah. I, i'm not an expert nutritionist or anything so that's something i've had to learn but i'm like it's just funny when people jump in and i'm like did you get your nutrition degree in any type of anything yeah. around health and it's usually not the case no. and sometimes people say it, it worked for me i'm like that's good but it might not work for me right so that's why everyone needs to try it try it don't ever knock it i've tried a lot of diets that i've i don't like it didn't work for me but i know people that it works great for and i'm always like keep going then yeah you know but not every diet no matter what it is cannot be sustainable there's always going to be issues with it like keto 
keto diet, you know, I suggest keto should only go be going for three weeks mm-hmm. and then get off because keto with that long of high fats without, without carbs isn't good. And so, why is that? Let's talk about like the different diets now. Because like a, you know you know keto is it's good in a sense of you know high protein, high fats with low to zero carbs, but you need carbs. People think that carbs make you big and bulky. It doesn't. It's the amount of food you eat. It's the the poor exercises you do. It's the stress levels you have. So keto isn't bad. If you want to do keto, do it. But I I don't suggest people go longer than a month or two with it. And you can always alternate it. Go keto for a month, then go back to higher carbs with higher protein for another month, then go back to keto again. Just don't stay on and do only keto because it's – it's extremely hard to stay full keto and it, it only I've only known maybe like three people that I've ever talked to that are professionals in keto that train people keto that write books on keto mm-hmm. that stay that way because that's what they do for a living right and they and they say they have fuck ups and they say that they mess up so I would always just if, if you enjoy eating the keto diet then great do it but if you mix up the diet and do keto for two months then don't do it for two months then go back on it I bet you when you go back on it your keto goals you're trying to get in the, the weight you want to lose will be f- so much faster if you did that and staying on it right like working out it has to change why are carbs good because as we've seen this year with the keto diet and in general you're seeing articles and bloggers and yeah. youtubers and all these people talking about how carbs are so bad which then even with our body testing you're like oh you should lower your carbs like yeah. let's talk about carbs what what, yeah. what do they do for you well, they, they help build, they give you energy, they help build good um, glucose intolerance. So if your glucose intolerance is high, you can um, eat carbs and digest them well. If you're stressed, it's going to be low. So carbs is best to have after you work out and best to have in the morning. Okay. Because those are the two times where you're going to burn it a lot faster. Mm. In the morning, you can eat it because it gives you good energy throughout the day. It gives you good energy. It makes your um, circadian rhythm start getting into, into place, getting all the hormones good, then after workouts, if you earned it, you get to have it because you your glucose has been depleted. You need to get it back up. So the problem with a lot of people is that they don't eat carbs after they work out because they think that they can't. You Eating carbs after workout is great. It does not make you big. It helps replace your glucose and all the glucose synthesis in your muscle. Okay. So what that does, it puts you back into recovery, helps you feel better. It doesn't make give you shakes. It doesn't make you feel sick. Um, and it just puts back in what you burned out, but you're never going to put back more than what you burn. You won't. You can't because your body's going to burn it faster because it wants it. Glucose, carbs are very good for the glucose meter in your body, and that helps regulate a lot of hormones. If you starve yourself of carbs, it could fuck up a lot of things. And you could supplement it by taking things that will help make those hormones better, like cortisol. But just don't deplete your carbs. Have some. Like... If you eat 100 carbs a day, yeah, go to 50 carbs a day. That's, I guess you'd say keto. What about things that act like carbs? I think I asked this maybe last time, but like cauliflower pizza or Mm -hmm. cauliflower rice. But is that still, it's technically cauliflower, but doesn't it have carbs? So like, would that count? Yeah, it'll count. Okay. You want to stay for like three things for you to choose for carbs is does it have a low fructose? high glucose, and does it have uh, low sugar? And how can we look for that? On the label. And what levels should we be looking for? Just, there really is no certain level. I would just look to see if it has fructose sugar. If it has fructose, don't eat it. 
Okay, after so a workout. fructose yeah. is a no. Fructose is a no. High glucose is a good. Is a yes. yes. And what was the third one? Um, low sugars. Low sugars. What's mm-hmm. like it's a level or a range we should be looking at for low sugar? Um, I'd say... If we're trying to lose weight, let's say. Uh, I would say anything from like maybe 5 to 10 grams. Okay. Yeah, really low. And now you always tell me, like you said, earn your carbs on training days. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say this week, I usually come three times a week. This week I came four. Mm-hmm. So I could eat carbs four times a week, it sounds like. But then let's say it's Saturday, Sunday, and I have my holiday parties. What should I be looking for to try and maintain the lower level of carbs? Or are you saying you didn't work out that day? Eat more vegetables. Okay. So just... Because veg- vegetables have carbs in them. There's... I think there's about four grams of carbs each veg- each vegetable you eat. Mm-hmm. So it's a low amount of carbs, but it has good enzymes to help you digest food. So like if you're at a holiday party and they see there's mashed potatoes and there's broccoli, and you didn't work out today, eat the broccoli. What about, I guess let's take a step back, because yeah. a lot of people think carbs, when I think carbs, I think of everything white, like rice yeah. and pasta and bread and buns and rolls and everything. What... But then there are carbs in... Bananas. Pretty, and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you're saying eat low-carb, or if anyone's, like, eat low-carb, does that mean just track low-carb so I could have a banana and a piece of bread and this and that? Or are all carbs equal, I guess, is what I'm asking? No. I would stick to more rice, rice-based carbs because it has less gluten. Um, okay. More white rice. Um, more... Um, a lot of gluten-free uh, breads are good to eat because it has good lo- low source of carbs and okay. low gluten factor. But I wouldn't make it so difficult. I would just, if I want a banana, there's about, I think, I don't know, three or four grams of carbs in banana, eat that. Okay. Just eat things that are lower in carbs, or if you know this thing is a high-carb meal, have less of it. Okay. Like, if you have pasta or whatever, have meat in it, but have low, lower levels of pasta and more meat. Every, everyone and a lot of people, like, they try to overcomplicate it and mm-hmm. say, like, don't eat carbs. Oh, man, I can't have anything that has color, white, red, blue, yellow, purple, whatever. But it's like, yeah, but if you if you work out five days a week, you need carbs. Right. You absolutely need it. You absolutely need it. And women are like, oh, I can't eat. Oh, my lunch is toast and jelly. That's my lunch. Uh, that's a great lunch to have in the morning. And after a workout, but not as a, and not as lunch or dinner. Is that why people get tired at, yeah. after lunch? Yeah. Because yeah. they're eating because probably they're, heavy carb meals. Their cortisol gets really high. And then they're just tired. And they're just exhausted, yeah. That's, I'm usually, back, like, before I started training with you and even really paying attention to what I was eating, yeah. I remember being 3 o'clock, like, I cannot wait to get home. I'm going to bed at, like, 6. Yeah. And so I was probably just eating so many carbs at lunch. Yeah, you're, you're overloading it, and then it just got to where, like, your cortisol, everything just got out of whack, and then your hormones were just not functioning right, and that's when you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired, when you shouldn't be that tired. Right. If you eat a lot of, if you eat a high-carb meal and you feel really tired after it, your cortisol, your insulin is out of whack. So that is a great sign to, to tell. Yeah. Am I tired or after I eat? Yeah. If it's it not is, just that means like, your oh. insulin's out of whack, meaning that your cortisol is not operating right, and you need to get your better, you need to have better sleep the night before, because your sleep's out of whack, and you should probably cut back on carbs and increase your proteins in your veggies for carbs and you'll feel better after a while. I'm not saying don't do it ever again, but you need to take a break from it. Yeah. So let's go through a day. Let's say I just worked out with you. What is your ideal menu of what I should be eating that day? 
like get home, done with my workout. You could have avocado would, toast. After that's it. Yeah. No. No. Okay, let's go. You through. could have avocado toast with chicken, steak, fish. In the morning. In the morning, yeah. You, you, in the morning. Not filleting a fish. No, in the morning. I'm saying like in the morning. Say like you come to work out with me at six in the morning. Right. You could have a banana and some a coffee, because okay. coffee is a good fat burning stimulus. Caffeine helps burn fat faster. What about if it has mocha syrup and That's fine. almond milk in it? That's fine. And no? I wouldn't go so much almond milk. Okay. There's a lot of, lot of soy in that. Okay. But I would just do the syrup, yeah. Well, let's actually sidebar on coffee because someone did ask about that. So I can have coffee and a banana. I come to work out. Mm-hmm. I go home. Mm-hmm. Now what should I be eating? Now, are, are you hungry after you go back? I'm actually not that hungry after I go back. Then fast. Then don't eat. Fast till, fast till lunch or fast till you're hungry. And then what should I eat at lunch? You should have a high protein with a moderate amount of carbs. What, let's go, like, what is an ideal plate? There really is no ideal plate. It's, it's, or a, an idea. Like, oh, okay. like one can, or two examples. Um, you could have um, steak, fish, because those are the two highest forms of protein. Fish has good uh, EDHA and um, EPA, which helps decrease inflammation in the body. What is that? We gotta take salmon. Seven. Oh, e- EPA all EPA and DHA is, is just what's in fish and it, what that does in your body. It's like fish oil, omega okay. threes, omega six. That helps decrease inflammation. Okay. Um, so fish has that. So if you don't like eating fish, then you need to supplement with f- uh, fish oil. Um, steak is really good with enzymes, good digestive enzymes in the steak, depending on what kind of steak, if it's organic or not. Um, always choose organic, um, and it's the leanest form of protein, so it will help you recover better and put on lean muscle mass. Okay. Um, and then I would just stick to some, if you're not already a lean person, um, I would stick to just eating your veggies as carbs. So having okay. asparagus, having broccoli, having avocado toast is fine, um, but make sure the toast is like gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would stick to rice, I would stick to anything that is a veggie that has carbs in it. Like, okay. You can't go wrong with that. What Brussels about... Brussels sprouts, all that is good. Oh, all that. Yeah. So, are there any veggies that are, when you're trying to get lean, would help more than others? No. Not that I... I mean, there may be, but I don't, I don't know of any, and I haven't seen any significant difference in people with it. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, I'm like... That's when I hate getting so particular about what to eat because it's like I'm eating veggies already and now what do I have to do? Like I'm already eating plants. Now you're going to tell me I can't eat this 50% of plants and now I can only eat these. That's when I think people start getting psychotic about it. You got to have more variety in it. Right. Spinach is great to have. Um, I love asparagus. Asparagus is the best with the toxins in it that can help. It's basically almost a detox for you a little bit. Um, Broccoli is a go-to. Brussels sprouts are good. I heard you have to saute or like heat up your veggies to get the nutrients out of them more than if they were cold. Is that true? Get the nutrients out of them. Like it just um, helps absorb them better? If you put them in a microwave, no. Oh, so you have to actually like you can boil whip them out in, your... Yeah, you can boil them in a pot or you can like steam them in a steamer. Okay. Yeah, that's gets, gets them out more. But if you put them in a microwave, especially in a bag or a can, it takes away like 30 to 40% from what I've heard. Um, of the nutrients so it increases the estrogen mm. because cans the metal the metal in it and say like so you get tuna or mm-hmm. you get some sort of veggie and it sits in a can so the, the can is you know the metal is very very potent it's very strong 
So it's sitting in it for however long it's been in it. And then you put it in a microwave and it heats it up. Oh. Right? And then it... Or no, you don't put metal, you don't put metal in the microwave, but you take it out and you pour it in a bowl. Right. right? You're pouring it in the bowl, but it's been sitting in that metal for so long. You put it in the microwave, the radiation in the microwave enhances it. So mm. it really just burns out a bunch of nutrients. It ends and up it, not It's not being... the greatest for you. So that's why, like, you should always wash wash your rice and veggies in good clean water um, in a bowl steam them really well because that is the most purest way to do it to get the right nutrients out of it um, instead of microwaving it because the microwaving is just you're just eating shit really just metal yeah metal infused all the toxins in it yeah carrots yep so you ever ever had canned tuna and then you eat regular tuna it's a big difference yeah that's true I didn't even think about it like because the that. nutrients are so much better in Tuna has not been canned in metal. That's very true. And then they put stuff in it to make them big, so to fill the cans, and they sell it. They sell it for a dollar, but you go get fish, that's thirty dollars, and it's way more potent and strong for you to eat. That's better with nutrients than that. But it's so cheap, you're gonna buy those. I get it. It's cheap. It's great to eat. Right. But you gotta find a way to where you there's like there's like bagged ones that you put in like in the Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. It's not as good. You, but you can put that and you can um, cook them. Okay. You can't cook what's in the, the can. Yeah. You so can, no, just whip yeah, that out. Yeah. Okay. So you, you should be cooking everything. And then what about snacking? Are you a fan you can, of snacks? Yeah, should people yeah. be snacking every three hours? Like what's the deal with You should snack snacking? when you want it, when you want something to eat. Um, so like at, at, so I know we're going to get into fasting. So like I know a good way to do is if you know your schedule, say in the morning you work out at 6 a.m., and you have your banana and coffee before you work out. You train hard. You go home and say you're starving. I'm fucking starving. You can have a protein shake and you can have a little bit of eggs, right? Or a protein shake and some toast with avocado. Good amount of protein, lean protein, and carbs. Then after that, you know that from, say, 10 a.m. to 3, you are swamped at work. You don't even have time to go to the fucking bathroom. That's your time to fast. Okay. Because you know you're not going to be able to eat. So... Once you get hungry, the only thing that's going to get worse is you're going to be hungry. Nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing can make it worse. Right. Your mentally will get over the hunger. Then you won't be hungry. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to be dinner time, you're starving and you're good to go. Then you eat a bigger meal, mm-hmm. a healthier meal, and then you have less calories. So you're in a calorie deficit. You burn more fat. Right. Um, but fasting is, is by choice. It can be whenever you want. It's whenever you know either... I want to do it this time because I know me mentally, I can't do it in the morning or night, or I know my, t- my day is so busy, I can't eat here, I'm going to fast. But you should, never f- you should never work out while you're fasting. Okay. Because your brain actually damages faster. You're actually damaging your brain faster because you're... Because when you... The, the reason why you need to eat before you work out is because it puts good neuroreceptors to your brain. It tells your brain to function. It tells your brain to, be, to focus on your exercising. So that gives you power. It gives you fuel to go. What if you feel like you're like nauseous when you do that? Like I don't like eating before I work out because I feel nauseous. But that's why you should have something that like a banana, half a but it doesn't have to be a big meal, but okay. to, you have to have something in you. Like drink electrolytes and eat okay. eat almonds. So I shouldn't just wake no, up, throw like, on my shoes, and you come can in have the gym. um you can have uh, almond nuts, you can have uh, sesame seeds, you can have any side of like nuts or anything that has high fat. Eat that with your, and drink with your coffee enough to where you feel good. Mm-hmm. But have it, you know, 35, 45 minutes before you go, before you work. I don't have it as you're about to work out because obviously right. it's not going to work. But 
that will give you good mental clarity and ment- and good receptors to your brain to tell you like we're good to go, we're good energy, let's kick ass. And then when you're Got done, it. then when you're done with your workout, you have your protein shake because protein builds lean muscle. So don't be afraid; it's gonna, you know, make you big or make you bloated. Some do. We'll get into which ones you know mm-hmm. will be better, but um, then from there you're getting ready for the work and you're like, okay, well I'm not really hungry. Mm-hmm. Then don't eat. Okay. Fast. And then when you get hungry and say, okay, I'm, I'm hungry at noon, I'm just going to have a snack because I don't, I don't have time to go eat. You can always eat nuts, um, pistachios, almonds, sunflower seeds, all those, um, avocado, like just a little bit of avocado. I'll say, what if you hate nuts? Yeah, you can have that. Um, look up f- um, good fats, healthy fats, um, nuts. Those are the best ones to have. Um, and eat that as your, as your snack. And that will hold you over. It's better than having a fucking donut. It's better than having right. a fucking candy like you do at your your other your coworker's desk. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's candy all yeah, over so it's, my Yeah, so it's a better face. choice. It's a better it's all about making better choices. So it's not like you shouldn't do it, make a good choice. Just what about choice. at nighttime? Okay, cuz there's a lot of conflicting information about times to eat and going back to what you said, not everyone is going to eat at the same time all the time. Yeah. We all have different schedules. Some people work night shifts and are at work all through the night. So obviously they're going to have different yeah. day patterns. But for example, like my sister just uh, got into nursing school and one of her prereq classes, they said, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and then dinner like a peasant. So you should eat heavier earlier on and mm-hmm. lighter towards dinner. Yeah. But then other people are like, I don't like breakfast. I'm going to skip it. Like you just said, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to wait until 12 and I only eat an eight hour period. So I'm not going to now eat a lighter dinner because I've had a light lunch. What is your take on all that? My take is breakfast is very important and I don't care what excuse you give me. You got to eat breakfast. What if it, what about what you just said? Would be half a yeah. banana and coffee count That's, as breakfast? Yeah. Okay. You, you can't, Fasting on, like, it's it, it gets complicated because some people say, "Well, I just can't." Well, no, you can. Like, we we learned something at this seminar I went to for Paula Quinn, the biosignature place, and a guy named Gavin, who was a great guy. Um, he's a gym in the UK, and he was saying that you have to eat breakfast because it resets all your hormones. When you wake up and you don't eat and you go do your work, and then all of a sudden someone gives you a shitty email and you get pissed. And your hormones are out of whack. Now your hormones are even worse because certain foods like good healthy fats, good carbs, and lean protein help restore your cortisol and your insulin sensitivities and everything. And if you don't do it when you get up and you go to right to work and you're already stressed out because your body's hungry, you just don't want to eat breakfast because you don't like it, mm-hmm. then it makes everything worse. So what you should do is start have coffee and just have um, – there's some good protein shakes – you can actually put a protein powder in your coffee. There's mm. protein powders that you can mix in your coffee. It tastes great. That could be your, your breakfast with a little bit of fruit, like a half an orange or a little bit of banana, but you have to eat something. And then usually I want people eating big breakfast. Like what they said, eat like a king, eat like a prince and then a peasant. Yeah. You know, that's somewhat right. Yes. Because if you want to lose weight now, if my football players want to gain weight, it's going to eat like a king, eat like a king, eat like a king. Because you got to get as much calories as you can. Mm-hmm. But you eat really good in the morning. That fuels you for the rest of the day. Try eating like shit in the morning. And then see how you feel around 5 o'clock. Like, right. Like absolute dog crap. Eat great in the morning. Eat a good healthy breakfast. And I guarantee... It doesn't have to be a lot. 
but the choices you make make it better guarantee you by five you'll be like wow i can go fucking run a marathon right now i can go work out twice like i feel good and that's the purpose of it because your hormones are not seesawing up and down and you're not stressed it's it's hard it's hard to say to do it Mm -hmm. um but you gotta find a plan like okay have a pre-pilled like those meal plans Mm -hmm. order order custom meals for you have it just for breakfast have it in ready to go pull it out uh, put it in the oven or do whatever you gotta do to make it cook uh, cook it and eat it it's already ready for you you don't have to cook it you can sit in your car and eat it but it's a good choice of food because i don't ever suggest someone fast and work out ever i don't suggest only time you should fast is if you honestly can't eat at the time like medically someone was like you really shouldn't do this yeah let's go then to intermittent fasting because i i know that that's not a new thing but i feel like in the last six months it's blown up yeah everyone's trying it everyone's doing it everyone's going to the gym and talking about it Mm -hmm. first of all what is it what does that word even mean it's just when you you deny your body in simple terms you deny your body of calories or food consumptions for a certain period of time so when you say you're intermittent fasting when you work out which i told you why it's bad but if you do it you're depriving it of calories depriving of everything and then your body has to work overtime to burn calories so you burn calories faster but you're burning muscle you're burning the tissues you're not really burning if you don't have enough if you're a pretty big person then yeah Mm -hmm. it can help you lose weight really fast but as someone that's pretty lean or someone that's not as big, and it could it could do detrimental to muscle mass and to muscle lean muscle gain. Um, but it's good to do. Like I know some people that say like, okay, in three weeks I gotta get to South Beach and show off my guns. In three weeks they can intermediate fast for three weeks, mm-hmm. be great, and they can lose weight real fast and get the goal they want. But I don't ever suggest intermediate fasting as a long term thing because it, it 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 will not be sustainable. You'll be burn out from that, and I think that you could lose a lot more muscle mass than you would want. But what if you, going back to what you're saying, if you're a bigger person and you're trying to lose body fat, could you do interfast, intermittent yeah. fasting for let's say a year, or is that too long? You could do it for a year if you plan out right. If you do it like you know for, you mean like straight every month to do it? Like five days a week for an entire year? No. No. Because you're gonna start losing a lot of weight. And then you're dipping and, into and get, muscle, is yeah, what you're saying? And then, so, like, once you, once you intermediate fast for a while, it's going to get kind of like, you're going to be like, oh, well, now I'm not used to it. Or now, you know, but if you drink good electrolytes, if you drink stuff while you're intermediate fasting, it will help. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely will help. But I think that it's better to do it. Say, like, you want to lose 50 pounds in a month. Intermediate fast for a month, lose the 50, you'll get close to it. They're like, okay, we'll go back. Now look what we did. All right, now we interf- intermediate fast five times a day. Now we're going to cut it down to four. Because now our training is going to get a little more intense now. Mm-hmm. So you can't really afford to do that. Okay. Strength training with intermediate fasting doesn't work. It works. It, 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 let's take that back. It works, but you have to be able to do it after you train. Not, okay. not before you train, not during your training. It has to be after. So if I were to say, Ben, next week I want to try intermittent fasting, you would say do that after you work out with me, fast from, because I come in at, what, 7.15? Yeah. From 9 to 3 nine, or nine something. To 3. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to break it down further, what that means, too, is, like, people just eat in shorter periods. A lot of people I hear the most common one is, like, 12 to 8 or, like, 11 to 7, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, I get in. I eat my lunch, I eat dinner around that time, I go to bed, and then I have the whole 
that whole period where I'm not eating to help with digestion. So let's talk about the gut and digestion and all that. Like how important is that to not only weight loss, but like general health? Well, there's a thing that um, your gut sends more transmitters to your brain than your brain sends to your gut. Wow. Um, So when you want to eat something, it's not your mind telling you want to eat it. It's your gut telling you want to eat it. Mm. Because your gut has a bunch of toxins and bad bacteria and good bacteria. So the bad bacteria, you want to have a good amount of bacteria compared to the other one um, to help a healthy gut. So a lot of them put in bad, more bad, bad, more bad bacteria in it to flush it out so that it could be sustained the same. But a lot of things, sometimes like when you say, like, I, want that, I want that chocolate ice cream, and it, it's not because you mentally want it. It's because your gut, gut wants it. Your gut's telling you, it's sending those neuroresponders to you. Um, when you start salivating your mouth, you see something, mm-hmm. that's a certain hormone in your, mm-hmm. in your gut that's releasing to tell you, like saliva feeling, to, um, to eat it. Mm. So it's not really your your mentality of what you wanting it. So that's why I don't think people are addicted to food, right? Because there's no way you're addicted to food. Your your gut, because you're used to eating it, it's it's used to the toxins. It's used to the unhealthy enzymes. That, so it's saying like, give me more. Give me that, because it makes you feel comfortable. Mm. So it tells you it wants it. So if you repair your gut, you get all those bad bacteria out of there, and you and you make it healthy again, and you fix a leaky gut. Um, glutamine is great for that. Uh, glutamine powder um, is good to help uh, repair guts unless you have some like IBS or something that's really strong mm-hmm. um, I would recommend seeing a doctor or getting on a, be- a stronger probiotic but probiotics have glutamine so if you have a little gut issue and stuff like that I would take some glutamine and that could help repair your gut to where you are either consistent using the restroom or it's not as explosive or not as as intense oh <laughs> um, but Gut health is very cru- crucial, um, and a lot of it comes from overstressed people. You ever look at someone that is highly stressed, either they're really fat or they're really skinny. Mm. They're never just, like they're never like super fit in the no. middle, lean. There's some that are, but that but they fix they figured out their gut, right? Because they realized that they'd have stomach issues. They couldn't eat like me. I know if I eat Chick Fil A, if I eat Wendy's, if I eat. Anything like with high, um, I don't know what kind of oil they use. I think it might be um, p- uh, peanut oil. I think um, I go right to the bathroom. Like I can't, I can't stop. And like it's, it's those kind of things. I know if I eat those, it's gonna fuck up my gut. Right. Right. I know that. So I had to stay away from those high oiled foods, those gluten foods, those trans fats. Mm-hmm. Trans fats make you hold more physical for this little fat meaning that the inside of your tissues in your belly are fat. So you don't hold a lot of fat on the outside, but you feel hard, you feel dense. So if you grab your stomach and you hit it, and it, it's like, oh, it's solid, mm-hmm. but, I have a, but it's like it's pudgy. It's not like ripped, but right. it's solid. You have more trans fat, meaning that you need more fish oil. You need to get mm. a lot, a lot of fish oil in you and magnesium and take some good probiotics because right now all that's just sitting in there and it's, it's densing up because it's hard trans, trans fat. What you get from fried foods, baked foods, high. So that's why you foods. crave more of that stuff then? Because yeah. like what you're saying, yeah, it it's sits like, in you. why do I eat carbs and I want yeah, a whole bowl of pasta? Because it sits in you and it gets dense. Then the toxins are releasing up to your mm. brain, telling you, "I want more." And then you're like, "Oh man, like I had Chick Fil A sandwich yesterday with a Coke. I feel that tastes so good. I'm gonna get it." Yeah. And you start. I guarantee you, if you right now, if you talk about the food you love and you just look up and you think about it, mm-hmm. if your mouth starts to saliva. 
it's it's because the to- those toxins are telling you in your stomach because you're thinking about it, it's it's wanting it. Right. And so I don't honestly believe people are addicted to foods because I can stop eating whenever I want to stop eating. Mm-hmm. I know that. It's just if I'm like I'm hungry and the first thing I think of is is this food is because I'm used to eating it and my gut wants it, even if it's bad. It's because of the toxins that's in there, the the processed chicken, the processed stuff. It's not good, and it just builds up those fatty, those fatty tissues. So we need to work on clearing our gut, which also helps with skin. skin Everyone, yep. any skincare expert, no matter even if they developed a skincare line, is like yeah. your gut is like the number one thing. Yeah. My brother used to eat a whole sleeve of Oreos and had the worst acne ever, and now he's got super fit. Yeah. He stopped eating all that junk. He has like the clearer skin now. It takes and away stress. Didn't go on any crazy medication. Didn't have to go to the dermatologist. It was yeah. everything Another he was eating. Another woman that I have, um, she's lost a good amount of body fat. No supplements. I just got her to well, yeah, one supplement. She takes uh, healthy wellness greens from Poliquin Group. She takes it every morning in her coffee. It's a probiotic. Has a bunch of different um, good. Uh, good bacterias to mm-hmm. put in your belly, um, and it helps uh, fix leaky guts. It helps put healthy enzymes in your gut. Um, she takes it every morning, and she's losing body fat in her belly like crazy, but her sleep has gotten a lot better. Mm. Sleep is the number one indicator of a bad gut, Ooh. in my opinion, because if you have really bad sleep, your your gut isn't healing. Your gut is just constantly stressed, which causing a bunch of cortisol imbalances, which causes you to be stressed which causes a bunch of toxins to come up into your bloodstream, and it's just not good. So sleep is a really, really, really key importance of a good, healthy gut. What about, we're talking about supplements, and one of my listeners actually asked, what supplements and vitamins should you be taking, and how do you know which ones to take? Well, how do you know which ones to take is really good blood work. Um, get really good detailed blood work of what your magnesium levels are, if your um, DHA, EPA levels are, which is fish oil intolerance, um, cortisol levels. Um, it, you could do a food sensitivity test, but that really isn't – because you would know by now if you were sensitive to some foods because you either are allergic to it or you get really, really sick from it. So that really isn't the case. Um, just getting in-depth blood work of all your hormone, hormones, and it could tell you um, which ones you're imbalanced at and take those and – They'll get them equal somewhat to where you feel better. Um, I'm, you can never go wrong with magnesium, fish oil, a probiotic, a multivitamin, um, and, um, and um, yeah, those, those four. There's, four. One, there's one more I'm missing. I can't think of the name of it. But it's basically a multivitamin is a bunch of mul- minerals, general multi- multiple minerals that help good brain function, gut function, skeletal, muscle function. Mm-hmm. Magnesium is essential. It's already in your body, um, but say like you're stressed out at work, you're burning, you're depleting magnesium. Mm. Um, if you're sweating your ass off working out, you're depleting magnesium. If you get poor sleep, you're, you're depleting magnesium. So it's like all, magnesium is used a lot in your body. It's, it's used all throughout your body. Everything right. in your body uses magnesium. So if you're deficient in it, your body's going to feel like shit. So taking good supplements, good amount of magnesium at night before you go to bed, uh, sometimes you take it during the day if you're really deficient in it, um, will help you mobilize and, and digest carbs and fats and proteins better. Because magnesiums help break down those fats and carbs and proteins to help you digest it better. That's why magnesium and glutamine is so good for the gut. Fish oil helps uh, body composition and helps um, help uh, mood and also helps lower inflammation. 
due to the to what the EPA and DHA does for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and a probiotic is just good enzymes and good things like that that can help push through all those toxins and fix leaky guts, yeah. What are some brands you recommend? Like if someone's like, I've never bought any of these things, where should I go? What should I get? Um, ATP Labs, um, Digestive Force, um, and Thorn. Thorn Supplements. Um, where are those actually found? On Online. Online, okay. Um, you can't find any of those in supplement stores because they're they're medical grade. They're really mm. good. They're all backed by doctors and researchers that know what the fuck they're doing and what's in there. So a lot of times people can tell you, oh, this fish oil has this amount of IUs in it, and it doesn't. Um, Canada, Canada, um, they treat their supplements like like drugs. Oh, so they're like, we are not they, passing this unless no, it's. No, they, they they go through their like our FDA. They go through a lot more regulations and checks. So what they put out is real. So ATP Labs and Digest Force um, are from Canada, um, and they're the best. Like I have those there. Those are the most leanest and purest forms of supplements because what's in there is what's in there because Canada's regulations are so much harder Mm. and so much more stricter than what we have in the U.S. that I have some Canadian football players that will bring supplements from the U.S. to Canada and they won't let them take them. Wow. It's banned because they don't know what's in them. So, and people like will say, oh, well, this is in and this is that, but no, it's not because who's telling you that? Right. How do you know it's real? Mm-hmm. Um, so Canadians hold themselves to a higher standard in supplements. So that's why I always use them. Thorn is in South Carolina. Um, it's, it's in the United States. Um, and they are the top researchers in, in, um, in supplementation. Um, and they'll be easier to get. They're less expensive. I mean, they're expensive, but they're not as, as bad. Um, but they even have up to animal, animal supplements for animals, so better skin, better, better uh, health for animals. So they're all backed by doctors and researchers. So everything that you get has been tested and tried through research and doctors. Mm-hmm. So what you're getting is what you're getting. There's no lot. There's no like, oh, the, this has 50 milligrams of magnesium. No, it really has only 10, but it says 50. Right. But this, what they say is it's all um, NSFA certified, which is all certified for sports. Um, anything that you can take is all going to be legit. Um, and they also have blood work there. But you can You can order... A sleep test, a stress test, a thyroid test, a fertility test, a liver, wow. a liver detox test. They send it to you. You do, do the instructions, like a little prick of blood. And you put it in these canters and you mail it back to them. Uh, dry pee, saliva. Um, and then within through two or three weeks, they send you back the results. And they give you an exact plan of what supplements to take based off your, your results. Got it. So investing in yourself that way, it's going to be a little bit of an investment, a little money-wise. But... After that, you know exactly what the hell's wrong. So mm-hmm. there's no more guessing. Like we do the 12 point body fat test, and each point compared together have a reason. So if you hold more fat in your pec and your your tricep, it means your testosterone isn't optimally high enough, which means you're gonna hold more fat in those areas. Mm. If your umbilical cord and your um, your mid auxiliary, which right under your, right under your where your rib cage is at, means your thyroid and your um, cortisol and your trans fat is high. So you need to supplement with fish oil and good digestive enzymes to help you get those down. And then um, if you hold more fat in your hamstrings, if you're a female, that means your estrogen may be a little too high and your testosterone is too low. For a male, your estrogen is way too high. Um, and all those will come in together and you'll know, okay, well, if these things are fat, then what am I eating? Oh, well, these things can mess that up or my sleep's bad, I gotta change it. Then you take certain supplements that help balance that. 
What about people that would argue to get all your nutrients through food? Like, why do I need supplements if I'm eating because healthy you don't know, all day? Because you don't know what you're eating. You don't know what you're truly eating. And there's mm. some supplements that you can't get out of food. Like, what's, what are, like, two? Um, Even one. I mean, I guess you could, but vitamin D, I mean, you get that from the sun. Mm-hmm. You can drink orange juice, but to get a good amount of level to get vitamin D, you got to drink a lot of sh- shit ton of orange juice. Or if you live in Chicago, yeah. it's dark eight months yeah. of the year. So vitamin D is something that you really can't get. Um, magnesium, you can, like spinach, but you got to eat a shit ton of it. I mean, yeah, there's, cer- there's certain Popeye. things that you can get out of food, but you have to eat so much of it, and it's not worth it. Just take a supplement. Right. Just But take good supplements. Don't just take... Amazon Yeah, don't take don't things take from Amazon GMC supplements? or anything like that because it's not right. It's not. I've heard from... I used to think I could just go on Amazon and get any supplement, and almost every person I've told now that's any professional is like, you know what, they can fill that up with whatever they want, yeah. label it whatever they want. It's yeah. some supplier that uses a few buzzwords and mm-hmm. it looks good has a few reviews and you never know if those reviews were even paid for yeah. and then you're you're I, I bought a b12 supplement up there and then the person i talked to was like who told you to take that why did you choose this one and i was like i don't know it was on amazon yeah. top rated and she's like that you should like never get supplements no, from amazon. like vitamin b vitamin b is really good for your body too vitamin k is really good and you can't really get those with it. certain foods can give you that but like, again, you got to eat a lot of it. So just supplementing it is, is really good to do. So what about, like, a few different foods that you had me cut out were, or I guess not foods, like things, were soy, gluten, uh-huh. what was it, sugar, baked goods, fried food. I feel like all of that's pretty obvious, except there's two things that stood out to me. You didn't tell me to cut out dairy and soy. I've... I just learned in the last year that it's, like, bad for you, and I love sushi. Yeah. So why are, why those things? Like, let's talk through those. Why those? Okay, well, high-gluten foods can hold you, – you'll hold more inflammation. Um, what is it? Soy um, puts a lot more estrogen in your body. Soy actually feminizes the body. Um, so if you eat a lot of it, like you do with your sushi – It's so good. Uh, it can put more estrogen. It can – Develop more estrogen in your body, and you'll just hold more water. You'll be more inflamed. Yeah, what does feminize the body mean? More, more like for men, like mm. they'll start getting man boobs. They start feeling, mm. they'll start feeling some sensitivities, some certain ways. If they're eating a lot of soy and their testosterone is already pretty low, it's not a good thing to do. What um, if I'm having it like once every other week? Is this, I should still should not be having it. I mean, if you have it once every week, you're gonna want to have it again. I know. So that's why you don't. That's why you don't <laughs> do it. Um, cutting it out. It's just. It's just. It's just a really bad source of food to eat. So soy milk. That's like Terrible. all the rage. Terrible. And that's not good for you. No. And and people. Why do people think it's so good? Just because it's not. Because it's healthy. Because they think it's healthy. Because people, like, a fitness guru would say, drink soy milk. I'm shredded with an eight pack. But. But it's okay. Not. Well, are you genetically that way? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. They asshole. Well, that doesn't mean that's going to work. Right. So, I mean, I have some people that are lactose intolerant. Sometimes lactose intolerant people, just because they don't have good digestive enzymes, they're lactose intolerant. So if you take, there's some pills you can take that can make you give more enzymes and take away lactose intolerance. I'm not saying I can cure lactose intolerance. Right. But I'm saying that lactose intolerance just is this, your body doesn't have a certain enzyme to break it down. Mm-hmm. Enzymes break down foods. So enzymes are really good. So any supplement that ha- ends with a zyme, it's good. It's good because it's, it's enzymes are in it. It breaks it down. That's a good name for your firstborn. 
Same. Same. Break me down, bro. What about um, <laughs> what about cheese? You're talking about this right now. Like, why didn't you have me cut out dairy? When I hear that all the time, people are like, if you want to get lean fast, cut out dairy. Like, get get less bloated, cut out dairy. Um, well, for you, I because I was already taking away soy and taking away a bunch of things. Yeah, you took away everything. I didn't think that you would honestly want to do it if I took out dairy. Yeah, so I, I would let probably you, have I let you enjoy dairy a little bit okay, and take good. away the big things that you obsess with. Because, mm-hmm. like, dairy you're not so crazy about. But if you take if you take away baked foods and gluten high gluten foods, you take away a lot of dairy. Mm, so true. if you eat a lot of high gluten foods, you're eating a lot of dairy. You eat gluten free foods, you eat less dairy. So if you put fucking milk in your coffee, I'm not gonna be upset. Right. Because you're t- you're cutting out gluten foods, you're cutting out a lot of soy, you're cutting out a lot of baked goods, which have a lot of dairy in them. So that's why I didn't do that. And sugar is obvious. I don't. I've never heard one. Even all these people that want to go vegan and keto and paleo, I've never heard any professional be like, add sugar to your diet. So I don't think we need to no. cover sugar. But what about, um, what was the other one? We just talked about soy, gluten. We talked about cheese. Oh, you told me eat steak or red meat for lunch. And that's surprising because I always feel like trainers say, like, eat chicken or fish mm-hmm. and have red meat once in a while. Why, are, why were you recommending that? Um, because red meat and steak is the leanest form of protein. That and fish. Ch- chicken, you never know what you're really going to get with this, the chicken. Um, what does that mean? Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad for you, but like chickens, if it's not a cage-free chicken, if it wasn't far- raised on a farm, then what are, they, what are they feeding the chicken? Chicken feed. And whatever the animal eats is what you're going to be putting in your body. So that's why you eat grass-fed steak? Grass-fed steak because the cows were raised on grass. They were raised naturally. They weren't putting – they're not pumped in with uh, GMOs and all that crap. So whatever the cow ate, you're eating that through them. Because what the meat is is the muscle tissue. It's the muscle. Mm -hmm. So it's the tissue. So you're eating it. And it's like they ate a really good farm. They had a lot of grass and good amount of veggies. You're going to eat that. That's healthy for you to digest. But sometimes the chicken you get isn't as pure as they say it is. And, I mean, if you look at a chicken, they're tall, they're, they're small. I mean, yeah, if you want to get really – there's a little saying. If you want to get big, like a, say a football player wants to eat big, um, eat steak. But eat a lot of carbs too. But eat steak because you ever see a small, you ever see a small cow? No. Or a ripped chicken? Or a ripped chicken? No. So it's like – I always just say stay to steak and fish because you can't go wrong there because it's the leanest form of proteins and the leanest form of meat. And those two things are so high in uh, nutrients and enzymes that it will help you digest better. Chicken sometimes isn't the best. But you are you were just talking about football players. I'm a 27-year-old yeah. girl trying to look good for my cruise coming up. Yeah. So why should I eat the red meat? Just because it's the leanest? Because it's the leanest. Because if you eat lean meat, you become you, your body digests it at, at a leaner rate. And you become leaner. So, like, lean protein makes you lean. So it has low carbs, and it just it's better. I don't. I just. I'm not a big fan. I'm not saying don't eat it. Mm-hmm. If you have to eat it, eat it. I just think it's better to eat steak and fish because if you have a thyroid issue, then it's different. You can't eat the red meat. I get it. You stick more to fish and pork, but other than that, I I don't see why you can't. What about all the people that say it's so bad for you? Like, my mom says it has to decompose in your body before it even digests. I've heard it causes cancer. Everyone saw that documentary, Forks and Knives, and it was basically like, don't ever eat red meat again. Why are people so against red meat? 
Because I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It anything can give you cancer. You can. People get cancer you know, all the time, and everyone looks at, and they're I like, know I have no idea why. Someone that doesn't smoke a cigarette in their life, and they have stage four lung cancer. Like it's like, eat it. If you see gains, if you see you're losing weight, if you see you're feeling better, that's what you need to eat. Mm-hmm. It's all about trial and error. Like right. chicken makes you feel like crap. You don't feel good eating chicken. Don't eat it. Steak, you feel really good. You feel lean. In the morning, you wake up and you see your fucking eight pack. That's what you need to eat. Cause like you don't ever want to. I mean, it's steak and fish are the most healthiest and purest form of of meat. I don't know why people would say it would give you. The only way it would give you cancer or anything bad is if you have something else going on in your body mm-hmm. that's with your blood that can do that. Then you need to know that by getting your blood work done and knowing you can't eat it. But right. those people would know by now, mm-hmm. and they would change up and get some good supplements that could probably help you digest it better. But I'm not a big fan of chicken. Not a big. Fan. I don't really. I'm like over chicken. But yeah. um, we talked about uh, putting protein powder in your shakes or coffee. Someone wanted to know what's the best way protein to put into a shake because when they looked, it had a ton of dairy. So how do you know what to actually look for when looking at protein powders? Um, like whey isolate is um, – whey isolate and, and, uh, and uh, non-whey isolate is basically – whey isolate means it's been through a, a, a more process to be break down. So it's higher potent in protein and low carbs. So isolate protein is really, really low in carbs. And everything else has a good amount of carbs in it. Um, I would just look at on there the, the protein ratio to carb and fat. What should that ratio so like be? If it's like 25 grams of protein and 10 grams of carbs, the, car- the carbs is a little high. Mm. So I would, I would be okay with it if you, if you, if you want to gain some muscle mass. But like, like this right here. He's whipping out his huge ass so jar. From ATP of Labs, uh, whey protein. New Zealand whey isolate, ninety four percent. So ninety four percent of it is New Zealand whey isolate. Um, on the back here, it's twenty six grams of protein, one gram of carb. One gram of carbs, and then what are the ingredients? Like, how do you know when someone says it has a lot of dairy? What so, like, what does that even mean? It would just say it would say the like. If it comes from cheese, if it comes from, if there's like cheese protein, like uh, mm. goat cheese, stuff like that's in it. Um, but if you get anything that's high, like if it's not whey isolate or a thing called Swedish beef protein from ATP labs, which it's, it's, it's beef protein. So there's no dairy in it. Anything else is going to have dairy, high dairy. Um, so I would, I would choose more, uh, isolate. Okay. Isolate, isolate is the word you should whey be looking for. Yeah. Whey isolate. Yeah, because this has uh, 0.6 grams of carb uh, fats and only one gram of carb and 26 grams of protein. So this is all protein. Okay. So this is the leanest form you can get. So you do two scoops of that, that's 50 grams, almost 50 grams of protein. So it's like... What about overdoing it though? Like what if I had that shake and then I have a steak for lunch and then a beef tenderloin skewers for dinner? That sounds really good, but... That's too much. You can't overdo that. No. Oh, no. why can I overdo it? What 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 is over? Like Overdoing you... protein, like I thought you could overdo protein, then it's just gonna like. It's a myth. A myth. We're just debunking myths. No, it's here. people say that if you have over fifty grams of protein, your liver will shut down or kidney oh. will shut down. It's not real. I mean, I would I would work up to that levels, but like. There's no way that you can overdose on protein. There's no way that it could be too much to where you get sick. Not overdose, but like if I'm eating protein all day every day, mm-hmm. how is my body gonna look? 
Lean. Am I going to get lean? Yes. Okay. That's probably why keto people love it because... Makes you lean. It's a ton of... A one ton guy of that protein. does it said, all I do is eat steak and avocados. Yeah. And, and, you, get like, really, and you get really lean, but you can't sustain that for a lot. Right. I, I just know, like, people say they can, but I guarantee you they crack and they do some... They eat bad and they don't tell anybody because, like, you can't sustain that. Your body needs carbs. And there's other ways to get it. Yeah. Vegetables is a great way to get it, but... If you're going to work out hard, you need to replace your glucose. And keto doesn't do that for you. And I'm not saying don't do it. Try it. A couple weeks, get off. Do a regular diet. Go back to keto. Do that. But protein, sounds like keto yeah. cycling, which is what I've been reading about. Yeah. People do it on and off. And yeah, that's it's, actually it's, more sustainable. It's more sustainable and better. Um, but I would just look at it as a way of taking it in lean. Pro, lean protein makes you lean. Your body becomes lean with protein. Your carbs don't make you bulky. But if you don't deserve the carbs, it sits in you more and you don't burn them. You don't process them right. And then it turns yeah. to fat. But if you have imbalances in supplements and hormones, then carbs can be your, your enemy. So that's mm. why you need to figure out your magnesium levels, your fish oil, all what you need to take to right. help mobilize your carbs better. Like the stuff that you take helps you digest carbs better. So when you eat carbs, you probably don't feel very bloated or very achy anymore. Right. It's because those things are helping pushing it through your gut system to where it digests better. That's what the purpose of those for. That's the, the test that we do here, yeah. It sounds like we're talking almost about macros. Do you believe in tracking macros? Like, what's your thought on that? Because that's a really big yeah, thing a, that people do. Yeah, it's a good do. way to do it. I don't, I'm not against it. I mean, I, I don't, mean personally, I don't shoot for anything because I eat how I feel the day. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I'm in a good mood today, I'm going to eat more. If I feel like I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to eat smart mm-hmm. it's it's basically if you like doing that then more more power to you my fitness pal is great i love that mm-hmm. um, it's great to do it to track your calories and to put yourself into deficits knowing that one month i ate for the entire month eighteen thousand calories so this month i'm going to go down to 10 i'm going to be in a calorie deficit and you can track your way to doing it and it's the best way to do it but i don't ever force that on people if right they, if they don't like seeing it and they just want to eat how they feel it's mm-hmm. great to do that too but i don't have yeah i like i like that so nothing against it no what about for those of us working we got to go quick we got to get some easy meals let's say let's go through three or four different restaurants and you name like one meal you would get from each uh, um, chick-fil-a chick-fil-a i would just i wouldn't i can't say i don't eat there because i still kind of eat there sometimes it's delicious it's awesome but i would try to just because Chick-fil-A, they put on their menus how many calories it is each meal. So uh, if you are trying to stay in a certain calorie range, just get those meals within the calorie range. But what about, for example, like I always get the wrap because I actually truly like it. But is the wrap even that good for me? If it has a I mean, carb. Food. Yeah. Okay. So no matter what, any of these like quick to go things are processed. It's not going to be the best for you, but I would just try to get it. If it's fried, get it grilled. Okay. Don't drink soda. Drink. Don't get the French fries. Don't get the French fries. Drink. So there really is no point in eating fast food if you can't get the things like to eat. So that's the, that's the point. Um, what about Chipotle? That one is one where people are like, it's fine, it's healthy. And then other people are like, it's garbage, it's full of salt. What should I get if I love Chipotle and I want to stay healthy? Um, see, that's the thing. Like, I love Chipotle, but I can't eat it all the time because it does have a bunch of, you know, a lot of... Salt is good for to to boost your testosterone, mm-hmm. but the salt has to have color. So, so when, pink salt. So pink salt, Hawaiian, all those salts mm-hmm. are great because it has all the minerals mm-hmm. 
those are really good to boost your testosterone. Okay. So that's an easy little tip to do. Like, if you go out to eat, get colored salt, use that because it's really good with the nutrients and the minerals. Um, and Chipotle's not cooking no, with that? No, Okay. they're not. And they're, you're using oils that you don't know they're using, you mm. know, so that's what... So but good. the 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 meat isn't bad. The meat's good, I guess you'd say. But it's a better choice than Chick Fil A, in my opinion. Um, I would just load up on the car on the the proteins, and just get uh, veggies and a little bit of rice. The rice is good. I would go more towards the white rice, white rice than brown rice. Why is that? Because uh, it has a better glu- glucose response than brown rice. Because in brown rice, it has arsenic in it. Oh. Um, not like the bads that I kill you, but it's a good level. For to, to eat, that's why it's brown. Mm. Um, but the white is full of is out of all the out of all the bad toxins that's in the rice, um, and it's the most purest, and it can digest better. Brown rice isn't okay. the best to eat, no. So if you're gonna eat chipotle, don't eat it two times a week like I probably have been doing. No, you can just I just, would lower your carbs, lower okay, the rice, lower the and rice. eat more veggies, and get more uh, the steak, steak, maybe the chicken, maybe the chicken, yeah. And if then, you, you know, some guac, healthy fats. Don't, skip the chips. Don't go crazy on the guac. To one scoop of guac. Skip, skip of the guac. chips. Skip the chips. Oh, they're so good and salty. No and sour crispy. cream. No sour cream. Nope. There's no point in going. No sour cream. What about one of your uh, one of your old clients asked, what about if you're obsessed with Chinese food and you're going to buffet? Is there really anything you can choose when you're trying to be healthy. Oh, Christian. Um, <laughs> Called out. How are you doing, buddy? I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't eat there, for one. I wouldn't eat it. But if you want to, I would just... Whatever. So say you get, like, two plates of food. Mm-hmm. I would cut it down just to one plate. It's less calories. That's my... I mean, honestly, I would just say you stop eating there. Because there's nothing there's good. There's nothing good there. I mean, you like can... Like teriyaki the chicken. Veggies, no, the veggies, the veggies would be good to eat if you just eat a lot of veggies and cut out the noodles and the rice and just eat, load up on good veggies and have the meat. That's not terrible. But I, I would just... Knowing, knowing how Christian is, I, I know he can't not eat the, 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 the rice and stuff that he wants to eat and, and the sauce and all that. So I, would, I wouldn't try to go there anymore. But if I do, I would just focus on the veggies and the meat. Okay, so skip the noodles. Yeah. And I know we have to wrap up soon, and I feel like one of the biggest questions or myths or whatever you want to call it that people have is the food-to-exercise ratio, that abs are made in the kitchen, it's 80% food and 20% exercise. Do you believe that, or what is your ratio of food and exercise? Like, how do they work together? That's a good question. Um, It's it's more diet than anything. but it comes to a certain time where it has to be the training and the diet. Because in the beginning, it's diet. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it's fixing your shit, fixing your diet, getting healthy, making healthy choices, getting in a routine. That helps you lose weight, right? Your volume is, and training is, is normal. It's nothing crazy. Then when you start shedding the weight, your, your training has to be somewhat intense, mm-hmm. and somewhat more specific to what you need to do and, and more challenging than what you used to. And the diet can almost stay the same or alter a little bit with supplements knowing that, hey, this month we're going to be lifting a little heavier. I want you to take some glutamine after your workouts to help repair your gut because we're going to be lifting heavy and I want you to eat this amount of protein now because you're going to be lifting these kind of weights. Other than that, it's, it's diet is very key. Mm-hmm. And, but at a certain point, your training has to result to be just as good. Right. Like some of my clients, like 
right, I've had them for two years, and right now our, their training is something they've never done before, and they're, they're getting killed every time they come in. They feel great, but their diet isn't – it's changing, but it's not drastically changing like their training is. So at mm-hmm. a certain point, it has to be – the training is, it has to be as important as the diet, but it needs to get more attention. Right. But there's the diet, you can be a CrossFitter and do CrossFit and look really lean. But, you know, CrossFit bodies are all big and bulky, whatever, because their diet isn't as great as it should be. Um, they're trying to be big. But if you eat, eat smart and eat lean, you can do any exercise program you want, and you'll be leaner. So the diet is very important, but what I look at is that if you're losing 10 to 20 pounds now, then your body's ready for more volume and more exercises. you mm-hmm. got to change it right? to give it more adaption and more stimulus to make it harder. Then when you work out harder, you can eat more calories because you're burning way more. Your nervous system is engaging more, meaning that you need to eat a shit ton more food than you're used to. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot because you're burning a lot. So I would always say the diet, diet is very important. Never, never discount your diet. Always be good on the diet. If you can't afford cheat meals, don't do it. If mentally you can't cheat on a meal because if you do a cheat day, it turns into a cheat week, mm-hmm. don't do it. Only do cheat meals if you know mentally you can do it. Some people love the process. And they love the addiction to it. So they never do a cheat meal ever. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Some people have to have that break. And that's how you have to know who you are mentally, who you are as a person. Right. You always have to listen to your body. If your body tells you, hey, I, I want to have drinks with my, my friends tonight. I'm not going to be that hermit, sit in the corner. Then you get stressed. Have a few, but just be smart about what you choose and how much you do it. And just monitor them like, oh, I look... Oh, okay, on oh, my fitness pal, I these three weeks I had this much alcohol. Okay, cool. Now this next month I'm only gonna have this much and cut it down and slowly weed you off because mm-hmm. you can't there's no way that anyone I in my opinion can do the results they want to get in that fast of time. And healthy weight loss takes time. Right. And takes time, takes failure, but also takes success because you figure out your body. My body's way different than whoever's listening on there. Your body's way different than every girl you know. Right. So you have to figure out who you are and as it is. But knowing those tips and knowing what works and doesn't work. Like, I used to do these diets and it would be great. And then four months later, I'm like, fuck, I hate that diet. Right. Because it, I just would never, I couldn't adapt to it. And this diet that I do now, I eat how I feel. If I feel really happy, I know I can eat a little more because my body's wanting it. Mm-hmm. Then I work out and do my thing and I'm good. Now, if one day I'm stressed, I'm not going to eat eat as much as I would normally eat because I know that I'm stressing. I'm stress eating. I'm not eating because I want it. I'm eating because I want to feel comfortable because my gut's telling me you need some beer tonight. You're stressed. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. My gut's just telling me you need it. Right. So you got to figure out your way that that is. And so diet is very important, yes. But I would always say it has to be your mindset, yeah. your lifestyle. Yeah. Let's actually end with the four things that you said last podcast that matter in getting healthy and fit. Calorie deficit, better sleep, Higher volume and... Uh, higher volume of what? Training. So, okay. you know, making your volume mean, like, you know, doing more reps, doing more sets, doing more time on attention, all the things that we talked about in the last podcast, and better hormonal balances. All those four will help you. So, calorie deficit, better sleep, stress management, and better um, hormones. Got it. 
Well, thank you so much for part two. Hopefully you guys learned a lot. I know I did because these are all things I've been wondering about and Ben has told me about, but we never mm-hmm. actually had the chance to dive into it. So we might even have to do a part three yeah. on hormones. There's just yeah. so much to get through with yeah. fitness and lifestyle. But thank you for doing part two. You're welcome. Download my app, OPTC, in your app store. And you create an account, and you guys can use the Oh My Pod 15 for 15% off on all training, personal training packages up until January 12th. Um, just download the app; it's free. Create an account, and you can book a new client, new client consultation, or just purchase a, a package for 15% off, and we'll be good to go. Yeah, and it's on his website. If you actually scroll down, you can find the app there too, because yep. a lot of people were wondering. So get the app. Use the code. 15% off any package is a huge deal. I know when you go to the store and it's 15% off $7, that's like $1. If you look at a personal training package and it's 15% off, that's a lot of money. So take advantage of it. Happy holidays. Enjoy your cookies, but don't binge. Don't binge. Well, looks like I need to listen to my own podcast again because I did not make healthy choices over the holiday break. But I'm trying to take a lesson that I learned from 2018, and that's not to look back and beat myself up. I do not have a time travel machine that I can just go back and fix all the choices that I made. So honestly, all I can do is move forward and listen to my body. I think we all know by now what our body reacts to. Like, for example, when I eat a ton of chocolate or a lot of tomato sauce or gluten, I have an awful reaction. Like, I start burping. I can't sleep. I'm just really uneasy. That's 100% my body saying, stop eating these foods. I cannot process them. So clearly, you should be listening to your gut and doing what it says. Your body really is the most important intuition tool that you can use. And hopefully some of this info in this podcast helped you and you can kick off your 2019 making healthy choices. Like Ben said, there's 15% off any package with Oh My Pod 15. Pod is actually all capitalized and I'll put it in the show notes so you can use it. But that's Oh My Pod 15, 15% off any training package. And again, when you think about something being hundreds of dollars, 15% is a huge chunk of money coming off of that bill. That actually expires January 12th, so make sure you do that soon. Download a Zap OPTC for free in the App Store, and you can get that Kardashian body no surgery that I am going for this year. Also follow OhMyPod, that's at OhMyPod underscore on Instagram. It's getting a revamp. I hired an intern, aka my little sister who's 19 years old, who very much knows social media editing. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Upload to your Instagram story. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, however you use social media. But help me to book some of your dream guests for 2019. And what helps that out is when they look at the ratings and where it's at in the charts. So with that, we'll see you next week.